Vigilante Wins here in the 33rd episode of the Culture Crime Fighters. Man, getting close to 50, getting close to 100. We're not close, but we're just grinding along with those episodes. On our way to 1,000. On our way to 1,000. <laughs> On our way to 1,000. Joined by my main man, my partner in Culture Crime Fighting, nothing else. Uh, Matt from Five Ball Productions. Hell, Vigilante man? Williamson. How you doing, yeah. my friend? New time slot. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm doing. I think we're both trying to adjust to to waking up this this awkward time. Oh my god, this feels like 7 a.m. to me. Yeah, I. You know what? I was worried it would, and I, I feel for that. Because <laughs> like, you're used to working night, and now my schedule is like a night oriented schedule. So I, I went to sleep like five, and then you're like, "Oh, get up." I mean, when I close down the bar that I work at, I get home at like four, four thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not in bed. You know what I mean? Till I'm, I'm not asleep till six thirty, sometimes seven. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this is like, like the middle of the night. Like ah, stumbling around my apartment. <laughs> oh man, that that sucks. That sucks. Ah, it is what it is. But you know what? I sacrifice. For these fine people, and here I am, bleeding for you all. Yeah, with the <laughs> to fight culture crime. Even had to put the, uh, the fireball hat on. Yes, the, the I knit. did. Are those considered scullies, or are they now considered beanies? Not a I think beanie is the word. Beanie, every now they're just beanies. Scully you know, sounds beanie. too cool. Scully sounds like snowboarder, cool guy. I got my scully yeah. on. Sounds yeah, like much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. That, I think that time has passed. They're just beanies now. Yeah, yeah that was Tim like a Poole. time in history. Yeah. Well, I, see, what well, you you credit Tim Pool with uh, with the beanie? Model? I'm not. I mean, I don't think it's just him. It, it probably isn't. But I just feel like you know he's part of the generation that normalized beanie. That's the phrase. Like yeah. Beanie. I remember when I when I first moved to L.A. Like everybody, I would see dudes. It would be like July. Mm-hmm. And there's dudes wearing beanies. I'm like, well, uh, just in case you get uh, in a cold front, what are you doing? It's, it's I, the look. It's, it it's the, exactly the look. It's what the, what the kids call drip. They didn't call it that drip. drip. Yeah, you I ever heard, heard drip? this term? No. Oh, man. Making me like I feel old. I think it's been around. Drip is just like drip. It's like swag, but it's different, I think. You like know it. drip when you see it. I feel I do feel old. I'm like, ah, that's not a slang term. <laughs> All these new phrases. with you. Newfangled phrases the kids are talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to say what up to the chat. Hail chat. Hail chat. Hail. Uh, thanks, Pat S. Says he feels bad for me. He's going to toss us a like. Thanks, Pat S. Yeah, yeah. No, Pat S. is a mensch. Um... Keep a lookout for some content coming out. I don't know if I can quite announce it, but keep a lookout for some content coming out. It's going to be uh, multi-channel wide. It's going to be pretty fun. Pretty fun stuff. So, okay. Um, brought that up for no reason. Hey. Uh, but, <laughs> um, um, I, tr- oh, go ahead. I was just, oh, yeah. It's Trinoclus P said there's more mods in chat, which is another adjustment because it's a different time of day. Not quite the turnout uh, that we normally get during the streams. So it's a pretty uh, big adjustment. I mean, we moved this show up six hours. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty radical. It is. Radical. So, oh. Radical, man. Of, 2,000 snowboarders. 
Yeah. Oh. Uh, I did want to point out uh, what he said. He said he hadn't seen that intro, uh, which I thought yeah. was interesting. Which is cool, which means probably newer viewer. Well, Janakulis P, uh, I feel like I've seen. Maybe he's just so used to coming midstream. Could be. And he's like never actually seen the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for the sacrifice of sleep. You're welcome, Janakulis P. It's all for you. Almost you're exclusively welcome. you. Uh, you and Pat S, because you, you're the only two in the chat right now. Hail, boys. Good to see you. Um, yeah, uh, it wasn't like uh, what's up, Fizz Chozo. Fizz Chozo. Fizz See, not the only two. Um, yeah. yeah, well, it wasn't like I was sitting. Uh, it wasn't like I was lying in bed looking at the ceiling. I was uh, watching Squid Game or the Squid Game. Yeah, so I hadn't really seen. Is it a show or a movie? First off, it's a show. It's a show on Netflix. It's I think it's nine episodes. Okay, I watched a. Quite a few of them. I think I'm in the I'm in the sixth episode right now. Eventually, I had to just just be like force myself to go to sleep, and it did actually work. Um, <laughs> I did. I, I I toyed with not sleeping. Oh no! <laughs> I toyed with okay if you just stay awake and then sleep after the show. You know, <laughs> like, oh, I mean, <laughs> that would be terrible, man. I know, but I, I was like, dead. just couldn't sleep. I was just you know, I'm just not used to going to bed like you know. Before the sun's up, um, but uh, but no, it uh, dude, it uh, it captivated me. Really, I know it's like the thing right now. It's like mm-hmm. I think, and I know next to nothing about it. But just looking up now, I guess it's like a Korean thing. It's Korean. It okay. is a Netflix made show, but it is Korean, mm-hmm. um, and it is a really interesting concept. So I I, I don't want to spoil much because it is really interesting, and the show. What it does well is that it, what it uncovers each kind of little like what's around the next corner is very compelling and it's a compelling part of the show. And I think if I were to give away a lot of that, it would sort of lose some of its punch. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, if you look at it, you kind of have an, a vague idea. Like if you've ever seen Battle Royale mm-hmm. or The Hunger Games. Yeah, that's why I was. I was getting a, a vibe like Hunger Games. That's the first thing I thought of. Yeah, there's a diff. There's a different angle on it, though. Mm-hmm. It's not just like it, it's similar. It's it, it's that genre for sure. Yeah, but there's a different angle on it, and there's a different um, compulsion for the contestants to be there. I see. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the first shows I've watched in a really long time where I'm authentically interested in watching it. And it's like, excuse me, it's got me hooked. Yeah, that used to happen a lot more often than, you know, once or twice every year, maybe. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Remember, that that's what you would talk to people about. Like, what yeah. show are you watching? Yeah, and everyone had show. Oh, I hadn't heard of this. Oh, yeah, it's this mm-hmm. random show that's on Netflix or on Hulu or on the the small time where you had those niche um fucking i mean i guess you still have them but those niche random um streaming services that only last like one year yeah like sometimes they'd be on there but yeah there's not as much uh so, well, there, so I, but i keep hearing about squid games so i, I want to check it out well there there are also there are also so many shows you couldn't keep up with them yeah it, it, it was like an unbelievable amount of shows. It was just, you know what I mean? You're just like, oh, I haven't watched that one yet. I'll, I'll have to get around to watching that. Oh, geez. Yo, right. I keep hearing so much. You know, now it's like if you hear anything good, you're like, mm, yeah, are you sure it's good, though? 
Yeah, is it just good because you've adjusted your standards with how trash everything else is, and they, therefore you think it's good? Right, or is right. It like, good. Are we sure it's good? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I saw real quick. I saw the uh, Gol Golgo Thirteens and Hail Golgo Thirteen. Hail! I was on uh, I was on that gentleman's uh, live stream the other day. Cool. On his channel. I guess it was last. It was Saturday. Cool. Uh, cool after cool. the. After the cocktail lounge, I woke up and did a show. Oh wow! Also That's... at noon, I really deserve a big pat in the back. I mean, there I you go. Be honest. I pat yourself be honest. on the back. Uh, what's the guy? Oh, wrestler Barry, Barry Horowitz used to pat himself on the back. That's great. Hell, uh, Severon thirteen. Uh, I also saw you sneak in. Hell, you know, um, I don't recognize the name, but I appreciate you being here. Yeah, welcome. Hell, hell, hell. Um, yeah. So, so the but the show like. It had me hooked like pretty immediately, and it it did a good job. I thought there was a bit of a lull, like because they they established like this really high bar, like this really compelling, intriguing, um, you know, action sequence uh, at the end of the first episode, and then there's kind of a lull, I think. But middle of the season, they start picking back up again. They really keep you invested in the story. It's there's another show similar to this called Three Percent. That was a Brazilian show that came out uh, maybe four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. It was really good. the first season was really good. After after that, the kind of the tone changed. Like the first season was all the competition, and then mm-hmm. the second season was like, oh, we made it. So now like it's a different story, and it was like, oh, okay, it it didn't I didn't find it nearly as compelling, but mm-hmm. it tells their story. Yeah, well, now the genre changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was this comp this competition story. It's weird how that's a genre. These sort of like gladiator games, you know, in a dystopic future to acquire like to to get some sort of glory or, or you know, uh like a narrow prize. It's weird how that's become a genre. Yeah. I hope it's not predictive programming and only allegorical. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like we gotta fight on the streets. To to survive for the entertainment of uh you know the masses and, and the the elites. I tell you, man, there is some uh there's, a, there's some Illuminati confirmed type stuff in this show. <laughs> oh like, no! Uh, I guess I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is like this one, like not statue but thing, and it's just like a man's suit, but then like it's like a. Like a diamond encrusted bunny head, uh, and it's very right. much. I don't, I don't, I don't understand that level of it, but there is something like where it's that. Like I don't know. Did you see Happy? Happy, the uh, comic book adaptation movie with Patton Oswalt and uh, that know. guy from like Law and Order. Um, fucking great, dark as shit, mm-hmm. like bleak. Of course, I'm gonna call Happy is super dark. There's like this meth Santa that kidnaps a girl, and that's like the, that's driving the whole narrative. And the Jesus. meth Santa is horrifying; like it's really disturbing. And then there's like this whole entertainment industry sex cult; like it's really intense. <laughs> but I'm like, wow! I'm like, hey guys, take it easy. Like you can't be that. You can't let them let them know. You know, you know. <laughs> you gotta like tone yeah, it down. Yeah. They're gonna come yeah, kill yeah. you. Um, but uh, but there was all there was also that kind of like anthropomorphized animals. And that little sex cult thing, you know, with like oh, human. Man. Yeah, it was really wild. It was like one of those consistent threads, and there's some of that in this. But um, it reminded you know what it reminded me of too a little bit was uh, 
a BBC show that fucking stupid Sengen Dodo made us watch. Oh, Utopia? Utopia, yeah. Yeah, um, which I'm starting to hear more about because of how fucked up life is. That's another tangent you're starting to see. Oh, yeah. Oh, like people are starting to connect the dots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this feels similar. There's something similar about it where you're like, oh, this is entertaining. You're like, hey, that's a little creepy. What's up with that? yeah. yeah. <laughs> But it is ultimately it's a good show. The acting is terrific. Uh, the writing's great. People really talk the way they would talk. They really they make the decisions that that people would make. Like they make logical choices and like you know everything. Like the writing is tight. It really does feel like a writer is um, exploring a concept. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like someone playing by the rules they're supposed to play by. Yeah. And it's a really interesting kind of it's a it's a dark contrast between, you know, like what they're doing and versus like the origin of like the games and stuff. Like I don't wanna I don't wanna give away too much just yeah. because it is fun to watch it unravel. Like it's fun to like like part of the mystery for each each time they play a game is what game are they going to play. And so I don't wanna give away the games because I don't wanna take that from you because it's really fun. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. You know what I was thinking though. I was thinking like, okay, this is a South Korean show. You talked about the writer. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Sounds like he's actually um, going oh. through in writing. He, you know what I mean? Or How she? presumptuous! I'm could sorry. Be a, could be a they. Oh I'm God. sorry. I apologize I on behalf of the culture crime fighters. I want to take this opportunity to apologize <laughs> to all of you who may have been offended by my partner's egregious my partner's egregious Excuse comments. Excuse me. How dare I? But I you know did. why you, you shouldn't do that? It's because it, uh, writers in, in other countries, you know, their women tend to write better than ours. Uh, that's absolutely true. It, okay. It, it, so, the, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but the, the creator is Huang Dong Hyuk. I don't know if that's a man or a woman. I couldn't tell you. I'm not, <laughs> not we're, sure. We're not trying to get canceled, at least not this episode. Uh, we just don't know. Just blame blame us, you know, our, our poor American education system. Uh, or or that it's just a foreign country and I don't know everything about it. Well, you're supposed to. You, Is that possible? You damn bigot. Uh, but no. I, it, it's, but a it, it's a guy. It's a guy. It's a guy. It's a guy. Okay. So I was right. You're right. With my assumption. But no, there, there are uh, female writers that are really good. Again, oh, for especially sure. from other for countries. Sure. It just seems like in general, other countries are better at entertainment at this point than we are. Korea does some great stuff. Like, there's that show that they do called The Kingdom that I freaking adore. Mm-hmm. I've heard it's, people, other people talk about that. It's well. awesome. It's zombies and and samurai swords. <laughs> what I mean, what do else need? do you need? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's not corny. It's actually, like, spectacular. Like, some, some of the stuff that comes out of Korea is unbelievable. Like, the writing is spectacular the acting is incredible their like their cinema craft like the look of things is second to none like they really are some of the korean stuff that comes out is like out fucking standing so i mean my thought is if if they're able to do it why can't we do it as a not necessarily the the mainstream we already know uh fish chose us talk kind of talked about he says in america the only women are hired to our entertainment are uh feminists and they, they are indeed um, Do you and... want to know why I think? Why? Go ahead. I think it's a few things. One, I do not think that the wokeness has infected their culture the way it's infected ours. Agree. Agree. Uh, there's like, 
And I, I think it has to do with it's more of a homogenized culture. Mm. I think it has to do with the fact that they're all Koreans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look similar. They identify with a, with a, with a central culture, a central history. They're all on the same page. Yeah. And uh, real quick, just to digress, Nelson, the gentleman, sent a tip. I appreciate just the tip. His anonymous half evil tip. And speaking of all evil, we have a Man of War 665, neighbor of the beast hail. in the chat. So, hail. Uh, Nelson said, going to watch the replay later. Have a good stream. Remember that anyone oh, opposes critical race theory is a terrorist. And I actually covered that yesterday. Did you? Uh, yeah, uh, the government is going after uh, parents who don't like critical race theory. The FBI mm-hmm. is. So I saw that. Uh, evil. Uh, just kidding. Fuck those people with a fruit basket. Uh, thanks for all you do, guys. Thank you, Nelson. I appreciate it. I, I imagine a lot of people kind of might watch the replay because of the time. But thank you, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, also, it. you could listen to this replay on Spotify or iTunes yeah. or Google Podcasts because that's yes. where we can find the Culture Crime Fighters. There you go. Yeah, we're we're big in Barbados, so big we're trying to be Barbados. big everywhere else too. I want to make that a T-shirt. Yeah, and I think you're right. Homogenized culture tend to be more resistant to that because it's the thing with American culture is everything in American culture is only ten years old. There's like yeah, there there are some whole you know things that used to be at least passed down generation by generation, but so much of it is stuff that is identified. With stuff that's recent, I said the word drip early. I can't remember if it was on stream or not. And you're like, what the hell is drip? But that's just, that's modern culture. It's right now, right now. It doesn't have that history of like, my grandfather's grandfather was a part of this culture sort of thing. It was like, whatever my grandfather's grandfather, it was a totally different world. Well, there's that and you can't, there's no way to claim identity politics because there's no, everyone's the same like you know what i mean like it's it's a, yeah. a similar a shared ethnicity a shared nationalism you know it's like there's there's not like i even like south koreans and north koreans there's like this empathy for the yeah. other side you know what i mean like it's the south for the north where they they will send like uh little like thumb drives and stuff like that in bottles across the river so that maybe people on the other side can get it and see a glimpse of life outside like they identify with them even though it's completely different culture they still see themselves each other as koreans so there's like this so you can't play that like there is no card to play identity politics i'm sure there's some woke uh south koreans i mean apparently feminism uh, still exists feminism still exists and apparently like the um what's that what's that genre of music the like the k-pop or whatever yeah apparently those people are fucking crazy when they get on some kind of woke cause they uh, they mobilize Really? Yeah, I heard they go effing crazy. Like there was that guy who's F- Filthy Frank. You remember that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was a YouTube dude. Yeah, now he's a K-pop star. And really? I, yeah, and I guess they discovered something in his past. Some of the Filthy Frank sketches, and holy shit, they lost it. I did not know Filthy Frank was a K-pop star. I only remember him from his old sketches back in the I day. I did not. That was surprising for me to learn as well. Holy smokes! The world yeah. is different. The yeah. world. This did we like? Did somebody like change the world while I was asleep one day and like gradually to just reload everything? We're in a different universe. It's the only way to explain it. It makes more sense that way. It really does feel like we're in a different universe, and they just I, they fire up a machine and change it every so often. I was well, I was listening to, who was it? It was, oh, I, I was I was listening to Chrissy Mayer's podcast. And 
she had on Gavin McGinnis. And, oh, yeah. Gavin, and Gavin McGinnis was talking about... Particularity. Well, he was talking about this guy... Fuck, I can't remember his name, but he, he was praising him as being this genius. He was saying how, like, his books are so dense in a good way that you kind of have to, like, set your whole day aside to read them. But then somehow he ended up with this show and started creating, like, this terrible entertainment. Like, he couldn't... Like, I, I think I have to show it to you to... Like show it to you for you to believe it because okay. it was it was unbelievably bad and I I don't have really the context to set this up yeah right. Mark Stein that's his name Mark Stein uh, and so like it apparently he's like this incredible I don't know I, I don't know if it's economics or politics that he has this insane insight like he's like mind boggling he's like on uh, Fox News and there was some. I'm paraphrasing everything Gavin said right now, so if I get some mm-hmm. facts wrong, I apologize. Yeah. But apparently, he like was hired by some billionaire um, who like pretty much gave him like unlimited resources to create like a really interesting show. And instead of him creating an interesting show, he created this like insane like song and dance stuff that's bafflingly bad. What? <laughs> yeah, so like this is so this guy who's like a political com- like if you google like if you just google Mark Stein and he spells it weird S T E Y N he's a Canadian author. He's a conservative author. He's written several books, New York Times bestsellers, uh America Alone, uh like stuff like he's known for like his political commentation, uh, commentator, comment mm-hmm. comment commentary comment that's the word commentary but he's guest hosted rush limbaugh uh tucker tucker carlson like he's esteemed in that world right and so but additionally he's also made this as entertainment i i this is a real thing that this guy created can't explain this. This is real. He really made this. I don't think it's like, true. It sounds like Sting. It does sound like Sting, but listen to this. how this goes. I thought I saw a pussycat creeping up on me. Chinoculus P. No. I, I, I don't have the words. Art, I man. thought I saw a pussycat. I 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 thought I saw a pussycat a creeping up on me. Yeah. I did. I saw a pussycat as plain as All he right. could be. And the only explanation I have for this is that he's from a different dimension where they find this kind of thing entertaining. <laughs> like, because none of this makes any fucking sense. So, like, I wasn't expecting this. So, what I was expecting, firstly, I, you know, before I get into what I was expecting, I wanted to, speaking of something unexpected, a Man of War, 665 Neighbor of the Beast, we're talking yep. about the Illuminati uh, later, earlier, get your neighbor, uh, he tips uh, the branded 665 Super Chat, and he says, perhaps, if you were to don a dress, it would expand your horizons as well, VW. I think he's talking about the clip. You put on your you channel. Think, you think that's maybe what he's getting at? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so thank you for that super chat. 
Um, at least that had logic to it. Like when I when you said song and dance, I thought, okay, you know, not to stereotype. You said conservative writer. I said he's probably boomerish, maybe like something show tunes ish. You know what I mean? Like dancing song. Like okay, I could get it. Maybe he's just trying to. I don't know, like big band. Dude, this the, first this of all, this is hipster art. It's I don't even know what it is. It's like not he's good. not. It's not good. He's not a. He's not a good singer. I mean, listen to like listen to the lyrics of this. Uh-oh. <laughs> Whoa, he has Pussy a choir. He's very bad. He sneaks up from behind. I don't think I would like it if I knew what's on his mind. What? I have what is going on? suspicion that his plans for me aren't good. Like, this is so absurd. I really cannot come to up to another conclusion that he is, like, our universes have blended in an in, incompatible way. Like, we, like, there's, like, a mistake. There's, like, a glitch in the Matrix. And, like, this guy is, like, such a genius... Like, and I think he thinks, you know, in the dimension he comes from, this is entertaining. And like, wait till they get a load of what's really exciting. I don't know. I don't know how else to interpret this kind of a thing. This is very bizarre, man. Mm-hmm. This is bizarre, especially with the kind. Con- like, if you told me he's just like a YouTube troll or something, like I do weird right. shit for YouTube attention sure. or internet attention. Like, yeah, of this course. Is, this this fits. I mean, maybe it's just a draw and a lure of a modern era. We always blame, you know, a certain generation. It's those damn Zoomers. It's those damn millennials. But sometimes, as you can see, boomers get a taste of that. That I don't know what it is. I just want to. I just want to be seen by by people. And maybe he thought, you know what? Let's do something. Let's do a meme. Let's let's go for a meme. I I doubt it because if you Google Mark Stein. It's not even in the top like twenty videos. Like yeah. it's, it's there's I guess you know his old show, but it's like all his Fox News appearances. He's got a he's got an episode with Jordan Peterson. Uh. Like he's not, he's not a silly guy. Like he's a very serious person. Like, and he does these like legitimate interviews and and things. Man. This is weird. I'm <laughs> now checking his Wikipedia because I'm like, who is this human? Like, how I, did he? It doesn't even show up. This thing. So how did it happen? I don't know, and I can't understand, dude. This is from Mark Stein's new album, Feline Groovy Songs for Swinging Cats. Maybe he's a cat guy. Because I just. I need an explanation. That's that's all. Just a, you know what? I, I'm a weird motherfucker, and I, I just do weird shit. I, I don't get it, man. It if this is like ironic, it's like Andy. Uh, uh, what's that man on the moon guy? Um, Andy. Uh, oh man, I know who you're talking about. Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman level level irony. Like this is a whole other level. Like he's a comedic genius, if that's the case, because there's not the slightest wink in this video, not even a little bit. I am inclined to think that he would get me if he could. He's watching you. I thought I saw a pussy cat a creeping up on me. I did. I saw a pussy cat as plain as he could be. Like what the fuck? There's not a single wink or nod. He's. It's like he means it. You want to know something else? 
I don't think he's the only one from that uh, alternate universe. Have you checked it out on Amazon? No. Fucking uh, 4.6 out of 5 stars, the album. What? what? People what? love it. What is going on? People fuck with it. Do they mean it? Are they ironic reviews? I don't. They could listen. They could all be bots for all the fuck I know. Uh, but let me just take one. This is ironically for somebody named Karen M. She said, "I was huh. initially looking for books by Mark Stein. I was so surprised they also engaged in musical endeavors. I ordered the CD as a Christmas present to a fellow cat fancier, but uh, ended up keeping the first one for myself since I have ordered two more for gifts. The music is uplifting and the lyrics are terrific." What? Especially for anyone who has been fond of one or more cats, there's more to it. Uh, it's a five star review, dude. This is like learning like that the half the population's aliens, like, and they live. Where you just put on the glasses <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? How is this the world? Jeez. No, you're this... right. Every single review is like five stars. There's one from Little Jerry says both clever I'm just and just gonna read that one. <laughs> Both clever and deep, musically complex. It's a ripoff of of what like a Sting or the Police. Yeah, uh, like the police, it's not yeah. complex. It's a theft. Uh, words are delightful and have levels of meaning. Tunes can be uh, be best appreciated by someone who is well trained in music. A CD that you will want to play many times to discern all the layers. Is there something I'm missing? Like maybe he's he's... like this is his Radiohead album or something. He's so deep and complex. You just, <laughs> just don't understand, man. Oh. And, and the worst thing, it didn't sound like the police. It sounded like okay, we need a song that sounds like the police, uh, but we can't do it. And so we here's the police. Yeah, you guys are in the chat. Got cough, man. Yeah, I couldn't tell you the timing was, but yeah. Thomas uh, So has a 1978 country album. Oh, Is that a joke? That. I didn't want to. Please know tell that. me no. That's I just what. Oh no. I, I like Thomas So. Like that. What the hell? Nothing comes up when you Google it. I, hopefully, that was a joke. I'm taking it as a joke. Please, dear God. Because we can't can't live in a world. I don't unless see you're from that same alternate universe. Maybe he is from an alternate universe. Where so when Thomas is Ben Shapiro's sold. rap album dropping? <laughs> He's got bars, yo. He He's has got to bars. Do a rap album. <laughs> it must. It must oh. oh no. But like the reason I, I just went on that little tangent was because I was like listening to that. I'm like the only explanation for this is this is leftover <laughs> from alternate reality where this is entertaining. And apparently, some of the people are from that same reality because, like, they're they're having fun with this. Or there's something. There's a gimmick. There's a movement we don't get. Maybe there's something about cats. I know you know cats are really I, popular. I have my cat right here. His name is Luke. I adore him. I I feel I. There's no connection with me in this fucking song. You're not a part <laughs> of like cat community though. Like you're not. You're just a cat lover. You're a cat normie. You're not like a cat diehard, apparently. <laughs> so that's okay. That's fair. Why enough. you don't understand the genius that is Mark Stein? That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I I can accept that. I, I need a, I need a better explanation to the appeal. I think I'm more shocked. It was shocking enough that this weird conservative, you know, is distinguished author has a cat album, but the fact that that people fuck with it is uh. I was 
Yeah, like I was hoping there was like an ironic twist in it, but I I don't I don't yeah. think there is. Maybe the the point is that he doesn't win. He just he just he plays it seriously and that's the joke. And we just don't get it. Yeah, maybe people stand for him because they like his commentary. Maybe. You know, that is I got to be honest, as much as we trash the the left for being, you know, zealots. The right is extremely zealous too when it comes yep. to their people. You know, like they can do no wrong. Everything they've ever thought and said is correct. Maybe and it's just like a. So maybe, what's up, Kai MFS? Hell, Kai. Okay. Hey, yo, another fellow Mohawker. There you go. And an author, please buy his stuff. And Fitz Chosel's an author. I forgot to. Uh, Fitz Chosel has a um, the GoFund, not GoFundMe. What the other? Indiegogo, if he's still here. Uh, Someone please promote that. So yeah, That's shout out to the creators in the chat. Creators. We appreciate you guys. Hail. So yeah, that's that was an experience I I didn't know I needed. I couldn't believe it. Like I was, I because I was just listening to Chrissy's show and I was just like, what is this? Like I I had to stop and look this up and like I I couldn't wrap my I honestly couldn't mentally process it. I'm like, because the like the intro that Gavin gave him. Was like Thomas Sowell esque. Yeah, he's that impactful, and then he has this, and you're like, "What?" Well, I mean, people are fucking weird. I, I couldn't tell you. I, I I came up with an idea of wearing a fucking shitty Domino mask with like whatever it is uh, tied to my face, which I don't even have one right now. I guess I could toss it on. But like, I, people are. That's just his. That's his gimmick. That's his his thing. You can't just, but it's you can't not. Play. His gimmick is being a conservative commentator. This is like, well, that's his like. This at is like home as if. Gimmick. But it's like th- this feels like as if you know how p- some people just paint for fun. You know, yeah. it's like a hobby. But this is like his hobby, but on a but financed by like you know Capitol Records. Yeah, that's the weird part. Really? Oh yeah, that's the weirdest part. You said like somebody financed this whole. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess what what Gavin said, and I'm just I'm just literally paraphrasing everything Gavin said. I did no follow up research, but is that apparently when he turned this stuff in, they're like, "You're fired! Like this is not at all what we hired you for. What is all this shit?" And so <laughs> that's what Gavin said. <laughs> Gavin's a maniac. You ever listen to him? Uh, I've heard of him. Gavin thought he had multiple personality disorder, and hell, Janet from another. I planet. think he's a four headed alien from a different dimension. That's what I think. Gavin or uh, Stein? Oh, no, the Mark Stein. Stein. Um, maybe he is. I don't know. I Gavin, think like they're, they're, he comes from a dimension where their thought is super advanced. That's why he can write a book and have such searing insight. But like their entertainment is like a thousand years behind <laughs> their civilization. So to them, this uh, is Shakespeare. Well, because they're, they're focused on thought. Um, as far as Gavin, it's weird to see Gavin McGinnis go from like just a comedian on the internet to like the leader of a white supremacy group. Well, he's not. Was biz- well, not anymore. He's not the leader because technically he's. Uh, but he's not really a comedian. He founded Vice. Yeah, I do remember that he founded Vice and oh. then had to sell for way less than everyone else did because he sold yeah. because of. Well, I forgot what was the reason. Some controversy. I don't know that I would describe him as a comedian, though. I mean, he's funny, uh, but I wouldn't call him a comedian. Does he do stand up? I don't think he no, does. No, you're probably right. I thought, listen, I guess from my context of like being introduced to, to him back in the day. I just thought of him as like, okay, I guess you're right. He's more of a commentator. But it was it's weird to see him have become, you know, because of what the problem I remember when the Proud Boys were just still a joke. 
And then, like, years later, you know, as recently as last year, it was, oh, the Proud Boys, this, this group. I'm like, is that the same fucking group, the weird guy who used to own Vice made? Oh, I guess he does do some stand-up. I, I Googled a little bit of it. But, yeah, no, well, I think, actually, the whole Proud Boys thing started on um, – I know Wookiee. I'm yes, joking. we know. We know Wookiee supremacy. We know. We're, we're not trying to – obviously, we're not going to run with that narrative. Um, but I think the whole thing started on Anthony Cumia's network. Did it? Yeah, there was like some Wasn't producer, like a feminist or something like that, or women or something. No, there was just some producer that I guess was like uh, just kind of like a schlub and mm-hmm. like wouldn't and wasn't getting girls, but like didn't take care of himself or whatever. And Gavin started calling him a proud boy, uh, like being like from this old movie called like Proud of Your Boy or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of was like an in-studio joke and then somehow became like a group of guys who I think it was kind of like maybe a slightly more aggressive Jordan Peterson kind of thing mm-hmm. where it was just kind of men, you know what I mean, like supporting each other and like, you know, meeting up. And it was probably probably like anti-SJW yeah. at its core. The and- first thing I remember seeing them. Uh, not to cut you, I just remember seeing them at some like, and this is a while ago, like 2014 ish or 15 ish, and they were just like some feminist something they were fucking with, and but they weren't like doing anything like violent. They were just talking shit and like cracking jokes at, and I don't remember what it was, but I, that's I was not like hardcore into Gavin McGinnis or the Proud Boys. This is me just like clicking and passing at whatever the hell else I was looking at on YouTube at the time. I think they maybe clashed with Antifa a few times. And as I understand it, like Gavin maybe encouraged them to physically fight back. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I'm, I'm, this is not, I don't have these facts. This is just sort of what I heard. Um, But so I don't know. It became something it was never intended to be. Yeah. It became like a, a movement and I, I would like apparently it got hijacked by white supremacists I, I would tend to believe it got infiltrated by agents pretending to be white supremacists to destroy There's any kind of chance yeah i wouldn't shock me but or, or it genuinely did get hijacked by white supremacists i mean good movements get hijacked all the time um but yeah i so i, I guess he's just an entity now i'm not i guess he's got his own tv show or his own you know, youtube show Okay, yeah, but I'm, and I'm not even sure about the white supremacy. I think a lot of that was narrative, but I, I honestly, I don't. My whole thing was I didn't understand why they kept doing stuff, like why it's like I, I don't know. Ah, Trinoculus P. They were a men's drinking club that wouldn't bow to leftist pressure. They were, of uh, course, characterized as alt right. Yeah, well, of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Stirred I mean, up the radicals and words, and they got attacked and fought back. I see. Okay. Yeah, I would imagine that that makes sense. I mean, we, <clears throat> so much of the reason we're here and we, you know, gravitate to a flock towards like Gary and stuff like that is because of that exact same reason. Yeah. Trying to escape leftist pressure. Yeah, the leftists have destroyed everything and ruined mm-hmm. everything and pushed at everything to the point this episode beforehand, we were like, uh, do we really want to talk about 
all this woke stuff because they've yeah. destroyed so much. They everything is woke. Everyone is is, <clears throat> is a gay character or. And I don't have the problem. energy to come on here and get like upset about every little. Th- I don't even. I'm just. I feel bored. But I'm like, okay, of course. Water's wet. Hollywood's woke. We know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've been doing it for so long now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it's. Even though there was one story, it didn't have to do what we can talk about in a second about the strike thing. Did you uh, see that? Strike. Uh, it's a IATSE. It's a Hollywood strike. Oh, are they striking? No, I hadn't heard this. Oh, you didn't hear this. I remember like a few months ago, they were resisting like the jab mandates. Mm-hmm. And they kind of released a letter like, under no circumstances are we collectively as a union endorsing this. I mean, I remember that came out. And I, now, I wasn't yeah. sure how much of that was like a few people who were like, no, or that was the collective sentiment, sentiment of that group. But, uh, yeah, I'd like to uh, I'd like to see. OK, well, actually, there was an update that they're, they're going to try to they're trying to stop striking. They're trying to do something to save the strikes. Let me see if I can find that one. How long uh, have they been striking for? They haven't. They just they just voted to strike. Oh, okay. So they haven't actually. Now, just to fill in the audience, this is like a group of like lighting techs and shit like that, right? Like it's a union of like, um, like is it theater labor or is it uh, filmmaking labor? It's filmmaking. It it includes filmmaking. I think it started off as like a theater union, but it, it includes basically all the. The, the elements of filmmaking that you're, you're not thinking about sort of, or that the normal person, like we only think about directors, you know, actors, and that's all we know. We don't think about the light, like you said, lighting tech, people who build sets, but people who do all the other stuff. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So let me the see nuts and I... bolts, the actual yeah. work that goes in. And it is work. I've, 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 uh, worked crew on a, a lot of sets. It's fucking work. It's a job. Yeah, so actually, let me... Um, ah, Trinocular's piece has <clears throat> almost all blue-collar trades in Hollywood. Yeah, 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 yeah. They so are really the blue-collar Drivers and techs and carpenters and all that shit. Yeah. Okay, let me uh, share it, and then this is a deadline article. We can talk a little bit about it. Because I didn't know, you know, you're a little bit more knowledgeable about Hollywood than I am. Um, so I didn't know what your thoughts were. So they agreed to resume bargaining. So they are still talking, but they they have voted for a strike, uh, the INTSE, and um, I guess these all these damn anagrams, uh, hmm. AMPTP. Uh, they've agreed to return to the bargaining table on Tuesday following the union's historic strike authorization vote, and apparently this is the first time they voted to strike in their history. So, so they did collectively say we are going to strike. Yes, and, and can they, you can you can we get can you open that article and just figure out exactly did they did they announce why? Because I want to know exactly why, and I don't want to assume anything. Yeah, um, and overwhelmingly show union solidarity. ITSE members have voted to authorize national uh, strike against film and TV productions. Ninety-eight percent in favor. Ninety-eight um, percent. Look, they yeah. will not explain why. They're not telling you why. They don't want to let you know that there's this many people. Uh, they say, they say this vote is about quality of life as well as health and safety of those who work in the film industry. Our people have basic human needs like time for meal breaks, adequate sleep in the weekend. Those from the bottom of the pay scale deserve nothing less than a living wage. So that's that's uh, that's, that's the it. official line. I don't think that's the reason. 
Huh? Because they released that letter. You think it might be cool related? They said on no uncertain terms are we forcing our union members to do this. Yeah. They said that themselves. I'm not interpreting it. You're right. They sure did. I think we might even covered it. We did cover it. Yeah. Um. I didn't even think of that. Anymore. It's coup related. This is not about. I mean, I'm sure that's the that's the narrative, but that's not why they're doing it. I don't think. Yeah. Huh. I I didn't even think about that. I didn't Let's even see if I can find that. that letter. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to look and see if there's anything else, like any other reasoning given. And um, so they had a 90 percent turnout, almost or 89.66 and 98% say yes. So most of the, that's a, a overwhelming majority of their uh, voter base and that's, that union voted to strike. Um, they talk about these two contracts. Um, okay, it says there are actually two contracts that issue. And I'm, you know, not a Hollywood guy. Hollywood basic agreement, which covers 13 West Coast locals or local studios and the area standards agreement covering 23 locals outside of L.A. Um, under the union's electoral college voting rules, each local gets as many delegates, quantity uh, size for a local to pass a strike authorization. At least 75 percent of those voting must uh, say yes if that threshold has been met. All the delegates voted are counted no. So there's everything to vote to they they require a high amount of people wanting to strike to strike. It's not something they can just do, is, is basically the way it's set up. Um, yeah, this okay, so this was a rumor, I guess. Maybe we covered it from it was bounding in the comics. Yeah. And this was a, a full letter uh reprinted by it says Howley. Um okay, according to an anonymous source who allegedly spoke with national file reporter Patrick Howley. Uh, um, I guess that's the, the reporter. I'm not sure. An anonymous letter has begun circulating amongst Hollywood IATSE crews via text message, which indicates that Hollywood union crew, crew members are fed up with the leadership and are now organizing against their own union. They are angry oh, about yeah. the mandates. That's right. Yeah, implement yeah, yeah. mandatory vaccine policies. Hollywood may lose a bunch of its workers. So there is a, a letter, and it's clearly like... Unless someone is really good Could at making you, uh, this up. You want me to uh, share, share it? it? Yeah, yeah, so I can show it on the screen. Yeah. And it's, it's, dear representative, we feel compelled to write about recent concerns we have, both behalf of our coworkers, blah, 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 uh, dangerous, this, that, and the other, complete rejection of any and all vaccine mandates, complete rejection of all uh, any and all vaccine status inquiries by employer. Wow. This is about fucking COVID, bro. Wow, I did not put two and two together, man. I forgot all about that story. I forgot that. Uh, wow. Yeah, they are You're resisting. Right. They are resisting in a major way. 98% of them are like, fuck you. Wow. That's baller. That, that is, you know what? It's good to see that there's pushback amongst people about a lot of this craziness. I hope it, it, it accounts for something. And, and in this case, what the fuck is Hollywood going to do without its workers? It can't. It can't. That's why they're returning right to the bargaining table. Yeah, they kind of have no choice in this, right? Like, they can't. They could never replace 
all of those unless they just want everything to be shitty for like five years while they train everyone. Janet from Oops. another planet, are you an actress? Says every time I get a casting notice, they ask miss uh, ask me if I get the jab, and I say no, and they do not call you back. Yeah, oh, if man. you're if you're in L.A. doing anything, uh, I I'm no longer in L.A., but I was in L.A. for ten years, and uh, I still get emails from like catering gigs or like you know whatever day acting gig or whatever, and that's they're all every single one of them is mandatory mandatory mm. vax. Pat, it's just two percent they're on the tape. I mean, if it was a hundred percent, that would be weird. Yeah, ninety-eight is still pretty. That's a. That's lot. still incredibly high, and yeah, she does act. It the the, the standard oh, okay. work. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yep, that's universal, man. My my buddy was doing uh was doing some soap opera during you know Stephen Martyr. He was doing oh, uh, okay. He was doing some um, what's it called uh soap opera work and he was like yeah. it's insane dude like the, the the way he had to like you had to take your you had to put your mask on in between takes like you had to like wow. stand like all this distance it was like militaristic i'm like yeah that seems like a nice relaxed working environment jesus christ and I guess she works out at nola so Norms. i'm not yeah good old Norms. um that seems crazy and i know yeah. that's how they've been working in hollywood with all these crazy restrictions you remember tom cruise spazzing out because he didn't yeah. want to get his production shut down. Yeah. Um, which, he, I mean, you kind of felt for him because he's, you know, he's got money on the table and he doesn't want to fuck up his movie. But yeah. it's also like, this is an inhuman way of working on top of it. And it's not fair. Like, it's like he's freaking out on them for, for like following these draconian measures you know, that are, are so restrictive and, like, irrational and yeah. just all about fear and control. And it's like, well, maybe freak out at the people who are making you do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't have to. There's no law that's saying you have to do this. This is your own thing. You, if you guys decide to shoot, you can. Like, it's up to you. Mm-hmm. Well, part of it is Hollywood is so in bed with a certain side of uh, political, the political aisle, Oopsie. like so in bed, so much so that they they may have uh, helped get that uh, guy. Uh, speaking of Gavin's, Gavin Newsom, uh, they may have yeah. helped in a big way him staying in office. Oh, 100 percent. So they're not going to just shift, uh, you know shift their look i mean shit you see those politicians all the time they'll wear masks when they're being filmed and then right afterwards they take it off but it, that doesn't matter they still have to show that the mask is important i saw the fucking can't even tell you what it was it was i think it was some sort of band either jazz or orchestra they had the little mask with a slit in it i'm like well, what's the point of the mask i mean it's all of virtue signal it's despicable they like yeah. and you see it like until they go to the emmys until yep. it affects how they look, you know, or the Met Gala, then they're yeah. like, "Oh, it's fine." It's like, just get fucked. Yeah, yeah. So, do you want to go back to the main article now that we kind of like? Oh yeah, we could go back to the uh, actual article where it's. Uh... Because if this is if it's out if this is accurate to how we're interpreting it, this is like culturally important. It is. It is because uh, actually this is around the section we were at. It, it's um, I wonder how the entertainment industry is going to frame reporting of it. They're probably not going to report on it, but I don't know how they can not report on it because they need to exist. They need these workers. But I mean, 
because everything has been if you do not want if you're not trying to get jabbed 24 7 you're a part of the problem you're you're a terrorist you're a domestic terrorist if mm-hmm. you don't want to jab so what are they going to do with like a union with a, where a group of people saying no we will we will stop working all together before we get the jab um and we've seen that even in, in some medical professionals some places where they, they, you know, now they have worker shortages because they of these jab mandates. It's like, well, you fucking caused them. You know what I mean? So it, it is a real weird, uh, not weird, but it's interesting to see how this is going to be spun by it, the same political overlords. Who, uh, well, you know what's weird is I'm looking at I'm looking at Bounty in a comics article about it right now. He uh-huh. hasn't even connected that. Huh. Like he yeah. he doesn't even mention that there was a rumor going around. Like he doesn't even mention it. He just reports yeah. on it as if it was reported on. That's weird, huh? Well, you, you're smarter than Bonnie. You're, you're that investigating I, guy who's I able guess to so I am. Us. We'll no, I, you? yeah. Usually they they you know sometimes uh, annoyingly at times connect every article that they've ever written to what they're writing. You're right. They didn't uh, connect. What? That one kind of weird because the only reason i even know about the other one is because they released it so yeah that's strange but all right i mean yeah i don't know um so back to the actual article Loeb, who's the um he's the rep- representative um he says a strong turnout will send a clear decisive message to management and strengthen his hand at the bargaining table uh show solidarity let companies know the mill the members are willing to walk out over what many believed to be basic human rights. He keeps going back to meal breaks, uh, rests, pension, health benefits, and raises uh, as far as his reasoning. Um, they say we are at a stage where the employers have made this struggle. Employers have made the struggle about power, not reason. Therefore, we are initiating a strike vote to authorize me to call one if necessary. Uh, it is crucial that every member understand the seriousness of this matter uh, and return their ballot in favor of a strike vote. This is beforehand, it looks like. Um, let me see. Uh, throughout the bargaining process, the union has said the AMTP failed to work with us on addressing its most grievous problem in the wor- workplaces, including excessively unsafe, harmful work hours, unlivable wages for lower pa- lower paid crafts, consistent failure to provide reasonable rest or meal breaks, uh, between work days and on weekends, and certain new media streaming projects get paid less, even on production budgets that rival or exceed those traditionally released blockbusters. Um, so this is—they're not mentioning not even that in the reason. Yeah, I don't I know. Think you're right. That seems like a fucking pretty big goddamn coincidence. Yeah, like they released somehow this like inner union text letter gets released and you know is like fuck all that no way and then a few weeks later they're striking this is interesting and then it's tremendous coincidence yeah and it's the first strike in history how long ago was that bounding article uh good question because here's the this is an actual bounding uh august 17th like two months Mm mm-hmm so two months later, from those rumors, they're they're ready to strike and at a ninety eight percent clip as far as votes, ninety percent turnout. That's incredible. 
Uh, yeah. It does make you wonder. I think that's a huge dot to connect, and I'm surprised it's not being connected otherwise. Me too. Um, I, I Yeah. And what the fuck is the Hollywood... What is the entertainment industry going to do about this? I don't know. Because my guess is they're going to try to, like... Hire, somebody said hire scabs. That's my guess is what they're going to do. They're just going to say fuck everyone. Yeah, but you can't... I mean, some of these trades are really skilled. It's like it's not just, like... You can't just you know, find another guy to, to do exactly what certain people do is what you're saying. Yeah, and like they these unions do not fuck around with blackballing scabs. Yeah. Oh no. Like you'll never work again. Yeah. If you if you if you were to work as a scab. Yeah. Huh. Man, I don't know how this is going to end. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. This is very interesting and and I wonder what it is uh what it's going to do to um to hollywood because i don't see them changing and i don't see them i don't see them not pushing for mandates you know what i mean still i don't see if that if that is the reason which is all speculation it's not listed anywhere officially but if that's the reason i don't know that um they're gonna bend the knee from the hollywood side on that because they that's that's against the code that's against brand to yeah i don't think on that it sounds like they, they, you know, they're doing it, but they're not yeah. going to say they're doing it, and that's probably their like uh, compromise. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're probably like, okay, listen, you're not going to force us all to do this, but we're not going to publicly say we're not doing it. Yeah. So yeah. like for for that reason, so that's the compromise. We're still striking. Go fuck yourself. But our compromise is we're not going to let people. We're not going to, you know fuck with your narrative so much we're just you're just not forcing us to do it okay no all right well we strike yeah and well i mean they, they haven't uh, i guess they technically haven't officially striked because they're trying to they voted on a strike mm-hmm. um but they're trying to resume bargaining uh at least as of yesterday to avoid well, yeah. the actual strike happening there's an article that just came out two hours ago that says uh last ditch efforts to avert a strike uh, they resumed bargaining uh, after working all day Tuesday to to avert a threatened nationwide strike against film and television productions. Um, Did they say whether they're successful or they're still ongoing? Just that they're still they're still talking. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't see anything uh, any kind of update other than they're just still talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's interesting, man. That is, is very interesting. I think there's something to that. I do think there's something in the connection with the coof. Good catch, because I did not catch that. And I, I was on the same show. Uh, it, totally, <laughs> it was only two months ago. I was just like, dude, dude, dude. Totally uh, forgot that. Uh, but you're 100% right. They did. They were very resistant. And now they, they've striked. And I can't help but to think like you that, yeah, these are definitely related. And I we'll would think what, so. We'll see what happens, man. Um. Wookie says Hollywood needs to slide in the ocean. I don't give a fuck about those people. I mean, a lot of people in this union will probably are the least pretentious, hardest working individuals in Hollywood. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're like the laborers. They're like yeah. the blue collar, probably a bunch of you know conservative types and stuff like that. You know, just more like work a day guys who don't give a fuck about the politics of the industry. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and now I see people talking about New Orleans because Janet from the planet, she says she has a lot of friends who don't want to leave New Orleans. Uh, but the left are killing that town. They're killing every major city, unfortunately. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. That sucks. Because, like, you were so used to living in major cities and they all are, like, destroying leftist hellholes. Yeah, it's so, and it's so much different than it used to be. Like, I, you know, I lived in New York uh, when I first got out of, I went to college in New York City and then lived there for a few years. Mm -hmm. And, like, you could, in college, you could see it was, it was coming. Like, I I took, like, I told you this, I took, like, a gender studies course because I was so naive because I didn't know what the hell that was. Like, I didn't know what woman, I didn't know what it meant. Like, I didn't understand what, what the, the nature of the beast yeah. You know, I was a sociology major, so I'm just taking, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Like the difference between, you know, like the gender the two roles. genders that they yeah. currently are. And they're always and have been, and we're just going to explore gender roles We're you know, we're not going to we're not we're not pointing any fingers. And then the entire the entire class was white men are bad. I mean, that was the whole class. And I'm just like, I'm <laughs> sitting in here. I'm in the class. How could it like I, if, if that's the case? I'm not one of them, obviously, because here I am to learn, but that doesn't matter. It's like you're born with that sin. Mm. And so that and my other like social class was literally it was like a it was a war on like this ideology. Like it, I'm just sitting here. I'm just like, how can you say like fight? And they, they, everybody was programmed. But aside from that, the city wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. Like there were people that held those beliefs, but it was it was way more way like more sparse it wasn't like this collectivist we all share these same um you know universal views on the world it was just you know they're like liberals but like like acceptable like you didn't e- i didn't even notice it until i moved to la that's when it like mm-hmm. it really got fucking nuts and that was in 2011 and i just remember being in la just being like like after my first like you know few years there i was like you guys are so I, I campaigned for Obama. Like, I considered myself, like, an aggressive liberal. And I'm like, you guys are so liberal, you're turning me conservative. Like, you guys are fucking <laughs> crazy. Yeah, yeah, And then, you know, over the years developed, like, a different point of view, just kind of a little more balanced, like, a little more in the middle. But, like, it was – it felt – L.A. always felt like that to me. L.A. always felt like this exclusive kind of mindset. And I would just have these debates with people – you know, you think you're debating individuals. Yeah, you know, you're debating the damn Borg. You're de- exactly. You're debating the Borg. You're debating an ideology. You're debating a school of thought that is never wrong, doesn't listen, doesn't compromise, uh, and it take it took me years to figure that out. Yeah. Well, I mean, in in a way, I'm really just talking about how they run these cities now and how they're all like one shitty and like homeless field and two like with we were just talking about how these 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 restrictions a lot of times you'll see them in cities and even even in texas like the the city like austin will do something apparently dallas too apparently dallas is pretty woke it's like i don't want to live in some like i'm not because i'm I'm planning on moving to texas in the next hopefully year Um, hopefully less than that but I don't want to move to Texas just to deal with fucking wokeness. That's the opposite reason of going to fucking Texas. Uh, but the major cities are the same as any major city anywhere else. And it's like they just own the concept. Once there's a city over a certain population, they just turn into woke idiots. And I don't understand it. But what I mean is what I meant with that whole little aside was that 
it was possible to live amongst yeah what would have been woke people now it isn't now it's like if these people are like programmed and they're like they consider themselves like the, the foot soldiers of this movement like it's impossible it's very very difficult to live around them well yeah because what's happened is they had the fringe elements because like you said like there were like weird collective hipsters but no one paid them any mind no they were like the freakish outliers were like all right shut up yeah yeah and, and now like they're the ones who run things they're the they're the they're the ones in power basically so those same freakish you know outliers weirdos when you were you know a kid in the 2000s now they're the ones who run things now they're yeah. you know those uh, that same mentality is the the city council or, or yeah. whatever else and so that's why these cities have become kind of unbearable because of that mentality basically now it's mainstream it's not just some freakish weird kid who doesn't bathe i mean they may and not it, bathe but but there's just there's not enough pushback from adults no it's not a lot of people just unfortunately um too many non-leftists just work and they just go about their day and there's nothing wrong i mean i work and go about my day right but you they don't like they just let things happen and then before you know it it's like the boiling frog thing the the, the pot is like 8 million degrees because it's it's gradually pushed up because you didn't stop anything along the way you didn't even challenge anything along the way and, and that's how that's a lot of how we got here is that you know you just go to work i thought a lot of this crazy leftist shit was internet shit i thought it was tumblr i didn't think yeah, it was a lot real. of people think that yeah and it's like no it's real now it's fucking Very real, real. The gender thing, I, to, I I never forget having to explain to my mom th- this whole gender thing. She just still doesn't get the idea that there's more than two genders. Yo, I had this thought, dog. This was this hit me so hard. I was listening to like a Joe Rogan clip, and I remember thinking about how like I was like, okay, so I'm like listening to them talk about, um, you know, this non-binary thing, right? And how there's these people that believe, you know, they're they're like. You know, there's there is no man and women. Gender's on a spectrum. Yeah. You know, sexuality's on a spectrum. It's all kind of gray. We're all kind of shades in this rainbow. Those same people are incredibly binary when it comes to politics. Yeah, they the, are. The thing that actually does exist on a spectrum that does have gray, they're like, no, you are on this side or you are on that side. You are with us or you're against us. Like, yeah. like progressive, kind, good person or Nazi. That's it. The, the, the non-binary people are the most, the most binary when it comes to politics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never thought of it like that. I never thought of it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it is. It's yeah, they are because we've seen them eat their own so many fucking times. It's yeah. Like, oh, you're not left enough. You're not yeah gay enough. The right. fucking uh, I can't remember the writer uh, T. Franklin. She was a uh, was it lesbian, black, all these different check boxes. Right. Disabled, I think. And nope, you didn't make Harley Quinn is still eating box. She's bisexual though. That she's yeah. not gay enough. Right. There's the thing that's actually biologically binary. That's a real thing. Yeah. That they won't accept that. But the thing that is authentically exists on a spectrum because it's like that's just the nature of it. That is not binary. That is not a. That's no spectrum there. That is binary. No. You yeah. are a all in or you are all out. There's no. There's no gray. No in between. There are no middle ground people with them. 
You're either Karl Marx or the devil himself. There's Isn't no, that amazing? Yeah, that is. Well, I don't know if amazing. I would say the word is like. But it's pretty horrifying. interesting. It's no, it's hard, but it's like it gives you insight, right? It's like what we were talking about like a few weeks back, a few weeks ago, where it's like they want to take sexuality where it existed and put it where it never was. Yeah. Right. So they want to take this the actual binary nature of the of the universe with men and women and then put the spectrum thing where it doesn't really belong but then take the spectrum out of the like the actual political points of view and sort of government social like where there really is a spectrum they want to get rid of that yeah well i mean it's destroy and replace that's that's their entire agenda yeah it is their agenda because part of it is in the word progressive right in their head, we're constantly progressing towards this utopia point. We're progressing yes. towards that point. And so right. anything, how dare how dare you not do everything you can? And I need to get that as a drop, so I'm not doing a damn quote. But how dare you not do everything you can to push towards this utopia? You have to be racist. You have to be, you know, evil. Because we want our 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 intentions are good, so so say us. And right. therefore, everything we do is good. It is pushing towards this utopia. Therefore, anything outside of that must be evil. Right, There's and no not way. the not the real or, or like not not like the collectively believed or perceived utopia, like in the afterlife, like meaning like being yeah. a good person and, and achieving nirvana, whatever you know, like believe what you want. But I mean, like that, not that. That is not real. That's all the boogeyman and made up by, you know, evil white men, right? It's like yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Uh, the the utopia on earth. That's the one that matters, which time and again has proven will never exist. Yeah. It can't exist. It's it's contrary to the nature of reality. All we can do is our best. Yeah. That is all we can do. Yeah. Um, it's never going to be perfect. It's impossible. And unfortunately, there's no like wiggle room because if you ever sinned against the church of woke, you're you're damned forever. There's no way to repent. Well, they also it's like it's like they say you're born with original sin that you can never like uh, confess your way out of. You can never. Yeah. There is no. Uh, you, you're just you lose forever. You're born wrong. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there, uh, there's. I was actually going to say this. Utopia does indeed mean no place, which is because no place can ever exist like that. Nah. Hmm. Authoritarianism is old as humans. Constitutional republics are aggressive. Huh. Progressive, I mean. Um, but the agent decibel says become a barbarian, reject this nonsense, form your own society. They talk about parallel, like the parallel economy and the parallel because of how, you know, um, like I said, they're, they're so powerful. The, the, yeah. the leftists, the, the SJWs, the authoritarians, whatever you want to call them, they now run everything. They run our mm-hmm. fucking, you know, we can't watch a TV show without seeing it. We can't watch a sporting event. We can't go to a fucking bar without seeing it. It's just everywhere. It is, it is the entirety of existence. It goes through that. Um, well, also what? Alex Jones can't bank. Can't, is, did they do that to him? Yeah. That's crazy. He can't, he, can't, he can't get a bank account because he's not down with the narrative. Didn't That's, commit any crimes. Didn't go to jail. Not down with the narrative. Can't get a bank account. I really did that to Laura Loomer. What the fuck, man? How is that not illegal? It has to be illegal, but it's 
it's they've normalized that. They've normalized unpersoning. I was actually talking yeah, about that. I wasn't necessarily talking. I didn't know that happened to Alex Jones, but I'm not shocked. I mean, I heard it, that I it happened. Shot. I mean, I never, I didn't hear it from him, but I, I heard that yeah. it happened. And I, I, like I said, I heard that happened to Laura Loomer, which is just so scary. It's like, wow, you're not going to allow somebody to bake. You're trying to destroy somebody's function in living. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I hope that not to give them any ideas. I hope that's not what they plan on doing with a lot of these uh, jab mandates. Oh, you can't bank. You can't live in an apartment. You have to, you know, you can't do anything. If they had their fucking way. I mean, yeah. what, it was, it was, uh, what was it? Howard Stern was like saying, you know, if you don't get the jab, you shouldn't be admitted to a hospital. Yeah. A lot of people, I've heard that before. And it's like this fucking jab is on my channel. So I can say it. this jab is not, I'm not a doctor. But the jab, as it's been advertised and 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 and, and the information comes out, it prevents symptoms. It does not prevent catching or transmission. That is not a. This is not a an opinion. It's a factual statement because there are hospitals who have people who have been affected with COVID who have been jabbed, mm-hmm. and there are people who have caught COVID from other people who have been jabbed. So I think there's is, people who have died from it who have been jabbed. Yes. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. Uh, so this is not in forbidden room. What are you saying? Five big credit cards run the world. Two are controlled by the ADL Cancel Culture Whisper Networks. Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah, they are. And um, who was it? Who was it that was talking about the like? God, was it Ryan Long? I think it was Ryan Long who was talking about the ADL has like this sort of list of people who are are pre. Like pre-selected to not be, you know, part of society. Like they're problematic people. That oh, the wow. ADL behind the scenes goes and lets these companies know. Wow. Yeah. That's that's CCP China. That's what this is. This Dude, is the, the ADL. Is, to me, they're fucking scary. If you can't, their whole point is that you can't talk shit about Jews. You're like, wait a minute. Why not? <laughs> that's the entire you know, existence. Yeah, like yeah. you, I can't talk shit about you. Why? Like, I mean, I'm like obviously, like it's socially unacceptable, and I'm not encouraging racism, but like I should be allowed to. Like, isn't that protected under the First Amendment for me to say whatever the fuck I want without no. the consequences of like government or organization? Wait, now you're saying I literally can't say shit about your everyone involved in your whole thing? Wow, that's a little scary. Yeah, that makes that doesn't increase your thoughts about uh conspiracy theories um speaking <laughs> it's of it's genuinely a conspiracy it's not even a theory it's like they're yeah. saying no you can't speaking of conspiracies thank you for subbing jock and nerdy i don't think this is your first time subbing to this channel though i feel like you've been here before hmm. so thank you for subbing again um i appreciate it because we know youtube is suppressing uh so yeah thank you for the sub i don't know where i'm at i'm close to an evil number but we're getting there um yeah, man. This is yeah. really fucked up. It's a wild time, man. <laughs> what a time to be alive. What a time to, to come of age for things to for you to for you to inherit society right now when it's that it's like I haven't seen it worse. I mean, I'm sure if you grew up in like the nineteen twenties or something where you didn't you barely had running water and shit like that, it was probably worse. But this is wild. We are approaching like a cyberpunk kind of reality. Yeah. Like I was thinking about it. Like I, I paid my Amazon uh, credit card bill today. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was like, 
I and I, I was like, I love Amazon. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, huh. Like, I, I was like, almost all my bills go through, almost all the, like, my consumer purchases are through Amazon. Yeah. You know, it's like almost all, like, the products I have in my house, like, the, with the exception of, like, perishable groceries and stuff like that. Like, I get, you know, like, whatever showers, you know, like, uh, shampoo and shit like that. Yeah. I get, you know, all that stuff. And, like, any, and I was like, it's almost like it's becoming the only store. And then I started to think about it. I was like, if they are trying to whittle the world down into just several corporations, it's like, okay, Disney, you have media. Amazon, yeah. you have consumer products. You know, it's like Time Warner, whatever. You like whatever. Like you have News utilities. It's like whatever. Yo, yeah, yeah, because utilities uh, cable and stuff. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, I was like, oh shit, that's I don't want to contribute to that. Yeah, but and that's that- like. Yeah, Mad Max is coming, but it's like it is. It's like that movie Rollerball, where it's like there are not states or countries anymore. There are corporate territories. Yeah, like this is energy state. This is Am- it'll be Amazon state, Disney. St- you know what I mean? Yeah, it's Walmartville. Almost, you know, like it's yeah. almost. It's kind of becoming like that. It's like it's moving towards that one step at a time. Yeah, and they just spent two years destroying all small businesses just in case. So, and they're trying again. They're trying. They're still trying to do it. Yeah, they're gonna just because they, there's still some those damned motherfuckers are still a couple of them left. So they gotta get all the spots they missed. And hell, Luke, here's your father. Luke. Shout out boom, to Luke. Um, yeah, we just talked about uh, cats earlier, Luke. Uh, you missed it. Your your favorite singer, Mark Stein. Oof. God, that's so weird, man. Yeah. Then it then it also you just have to kind of laugh at the whole cosmic joke of everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you just have to like laugh that. to keep from crying. Yeah, the world is wild. This is uh, I I never expected things to turn out this way, man. Out of all the scenarios I could have thought playing out, I never thought, yeah, the world would be completely shut down and in in the hands of authoritarians who are just gonna do everything to destroy everything. And it's like we people have been saying that for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> it's not this isn't cutting edge, you know, information. Demolition man. And uh yeah, the man I will fill himself the uh, small business in favor of Amazon, Disney, and Walmart. You know what else I was thinking about as far as uh corporations having advantages over human the free speech um advantage. So like I, I constantly bring up WAP and people why you bring up WAP? Because it's basically porn, right? And you have the free the, the, it's not under the it's same. Kind of worse than porn, because it's well, it's it's more like values. I think, mm. which is it's kind of more infectious. Like porn is like you use it and then it goes away. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like it's but like WAP is more like infectious. Like it's kind of like it's a part of culture. It's a cultural yeah. thing. It's a cultural they, programming. Yeah, and it's empowering. Right? Yeah, it's a. Powering girls to make the the guys pull out game week, but who the fuck is gonna raise the kid? Oh, the state will. Um, but no, the the reason I I get on it is because they're a lot like they're not facing any restrictions on YouTube. They're not facing any cultural. There's no, I don't even know if there's a fucking um like disclaimer. There's nothing. There's nothing. Yet there are things I cannot say. So that right. free speech for this mega produced major corporation asset which is all about negative you know negatively impacting culture right that is completely allowable but 
any dissension, even from a very small channel. Our own GoGo13 was in the chat. He had his channel taken away for a little bit. Thank God he got That's it back. Right. Hell. But he, he had it taken away. So mm -hmm. even somebody, they they use the free speech protection to make sure Cardi B can teach your daughter to be a whore, but GoGo13 can't use free speech to talk about anime. Where the fuck is that? You know, how is that fair? It isn't. That's the answer. It's not fair. And you don't really have free speech. Makes it's not fair. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And it's just, and it's like, and then all, like, you know, Nicki Minaj is like this, you know, paragon of empowerment <laughs> until she disagrees. Yeah. Then they're all flush. They'd flush her down the toilet. If she kept going with that shit, they'd, they would have flushed her down the toilet. Yeah. Did she, what, what happened with that? It just, I, I think it just fizzled. Uh, there are people probably got to her. They're probably like, this is not a fight you want to fight. Yeah. But I don't know that she necessarily got the jab either. I don't know either, but she hasn't talked about it. So that's all that yeah. really matters. She's not, they don't care whether they act like, you know, if Arnold Schwarzenegger gets the jab, it's not about that. It's about repeat the narrative. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, By the way, I don't know if there was more you wanted to go on. I do have a bit of, a, I do have a story about the governor. Okay, yeah, 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 but uh, real quick, we were talking about evil people. Bill Gates owns um, 500,000 acres of farmland. Why, what for, so we have a limited plant supply? It's so funny how they cry about the resources. There's not enough resources for people while they constantly buy them up and, and restrict them. Um, Bro, I was listening to Thomas Sowell, uh, yeah. Basic Economics, and terrifying about like progressive policies and like like things like in the great depression there would be oh, this yeah. like gallons of milk and all this food that they would throw out that they would destroy it while people were literally starving because the administration's like mandate was to keep this product at a certain price yeah. and if they were to allow this to public to have this it would drop the price and that's not the mandate so they have to keep it at it, like to try to keep the economy afloat while people are literally starving. Like these progressive policies to like you know control the market are yeah, are yeah. just you know killing people, and they're throwing out food at that when people could least afford for it to be thrown out to to maintain their you know not even necessarily their agenda, just their policy, which is fucking frightening. Yeah, and why you should just not trust. This is why you shouldn't trust the government to do anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not good that they're they don't do things in order to help people. They do things in order to keep themselves in existence. But even if they are doing it to help ahead. people, they don't have the means to do it in the way that it needs to be done. Like the market it like is its own it's like nature. You know yeah. what I mean? Sometimes there's lightning, sometimes there's tornadoes, yeah, but for the most it. part Yeah, but for the most part you can live. You know what I mean? So it's like, but they, they want to control it. And that, that ends up creating so much more strife. And we talk about it all the time results. They don't, they don't analyze the results. They don't go back and look, Oh, that didn't work. So let's not do that again. Yeah. That, that never happens. That's why in some cases you talk about certain policies. I, I almost feel like they want them to not work to, to continue to further their own agenda. You know, not actually the same agenda, which I think it has become that, but you know, they, I feel like and it's, it's cronyism. It's, it's a lot of cronyism. Yeah. It's, it's keeping like a lot of these people, like friends of friends, lobbyists, giving them money. Like people talk shit about the American cost of uh, insulin. 
You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like, well, that's an artificially created cost. If we were allowed to compete like on a nationwide market with the cost of insulin, it would go down because it's a lot cheaper in other countries. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, medical stuff that's like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff. Like the sugar mm-hmm. is like 100% a manufactured cost. Like it's We, we pay like three times the, the global average or something like that because it's just a manufactured price. Oh, man. Yeah, it's fucked up. Uh, one thing that's not fucked up or manufactured, Jake D. Hell, Jake D. He says, hell, Coach Crawford's in chat. Jake D. agrees with all these sentiments. Oh, God, yeah. He he probably knows more about it than all of us. You know, I find myself becoming more and more like Jake D. There you go. There you go. Just like, yeah, you know what? Free market. Yeah, sure. Like Completely unregulated capitalism. I'm with it. Yeah. Capitalism works. Taxation is death. <sighs> hell. Yeah. Um, so do you want to hear <laughs> Jake D do don't get me started. Um, <laughs> do you want to hear about the governor's most recent? Uh, yeah. 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 What's he doing now? And he's uh, crazy. Well, he's youth. pissing people off again. Oh. God we damn got... it, Arnold. We used to love you. Why are you, why are you doing this to, to us in your twilight years? Yeah. You destroy your legacy. You're like Brit Favre, man. Yeah, you really are. So Arnold Schwarzenegger slammed for appearing via video at his own. 84 euro was that or pound 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 uh, yeah. a ticket show uh arnold schwarzenegger has been slammed like by fans bucks. for only what it's like 100 bucks yeah, yeah yeah probably yeah arnold schwarzenegger has been slammed by fans for only appearing via video link at his own at his show uh watch his apology below oh turn off ad blocking software no uh, fans were fuming as he promised them he would be at an Arnold Sports Festival at Birmingham's NEC. However, he pulled out at the last minute and was due to due to take part in a live in-person Q&A. In the 74-year-old's defense, he tweeted that his doctor advised him not to go to the show. Uh, I am very upset I cannot make it because of my leg condition. I injured my leg, my foot, my calf. The doctor said not to travel, so I'm sorry about that. I'm going to beam in every so often during the weekend. You're going to see me on screen. So I'm looking forward to coming next year in 2022. I will be there. Uh, on the other hand, you can see why the fans are frustrated for forking out 84 quid for a Zoom call. <laughs> Uh, one user raged you deliberately waited t- till the last minute to announce this. Shame on you. We'll be getting a full refund. Uh, what? Paid 84 quid to see you on a screen? However, a third person was warned. All right. Well, whatever. Um, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess he. it was his event, and he did a little Didn't Skype show. Thing. No showed. No show, and probably you know to to their uh, one guy said you know you wait to the last minute. He probably knew uh, long enough to you know to cancel. I would imagine. I would think. Well, I mean, he had to fly and like book his travel. Yeah, so, yeah. It's not like he was on the plane and decided that. Yeah, so like uh, really fucked up. And I see they have the Rocky Four thing. Did you see that? I was uh, just gonna say no. I th- this is the first I'm hearing of it. It says despite the absence of former Mister Universe, there were star-studded guests such as Sylvester Stallone and Dolph Lundgren. Uh, Stallone and Dolph are appearing again as Rocky and Drago in yeah. the new director's cut of Rocky Four with 40 minutes of unseen footage, which sounds pretty cool. This is new. I haven't heard about. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. Uh, they just announced it. I know it's. You know, kind of a tangent. Fuck Arnold Schwarzenegger just because. Fuck I don't him. care. I mean, it's not. That's the whole story. Yeah, we covered it. But um, yeah, they they, they talked about it or they announced it a few days ago, maybe in the last week. Um, they're re-releasing Rocky Four with uh director's cut with with extra footage. I want to say in November, and I'm like, this is actually exciting. We're never going to get new media. 
to be good. We might as well just see the old, just re-release the old stuff. Um, forty and, minutes. How long was Rocky Four originally? I don't know. It's not a short movie. No, because it and goes to a lot. I don't think it's a pretty good movie either. If I like, whoa, come on. Rocky IV is great. Come on. He man. solves communism through a boxing match. Rocky, come on, man. Have you no soul? Like, Rocky IV is just like. If we can change. Yeah. We can change. We can all change. <laughs> come on. The, hey, the Soviet Union failed, what, like seven, eight years after? You, you, credit, think, you credit Rocky Balboa? Not like solely, but he's a part of the change. Okay. Like, he was a part of it. Right. It wasn't doomed economic policy or just, you know, yeah, the fact that it's it was, okay. You need that that inspiration that was, you know, pure American capitalism. It was just American as fuck. You know, I was watching Red Dawn the other night, and it was nice to see, like, a movie that was America and, yeah. like, actually depicted our real enemies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was nice, even though that's all propaganda, too, uh, to essentially, like, you know, fodder for your wars, man. (laughs) But kind of a little bit. It was just nice to see, like, you know, yeah, we're America. They're Russia. Fuck them. Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of good. Fuck communism. That's how it's supposed to be. And speaking of capitalism, Jack Nerdy just tipped you. Oh, shit. I didn't even see it. Hold on. I was sitting there trying to look up Hearts on Fire lyrics to sing. And I because of Rocky Four, and I didn't even see the tip. Just the tip, and it's ten dollars. That's not a cheap tip. I appreciate the tip. What Hell. did Nerdy say? He said, "Probably just got. I probably got purged. Oh, stay vigilant. Yeah, you probably did get purged when you were uh, as far as the subs. So thank you for resubbing, and thank you for the tip. It's it's much appreciated. Yeah. Hell. Uh, all right. Well, do you want to watch the Rocky Four trailer? Yeah. All right. Great piece of American film. Actually, real quick, I just got another tip from uh, because they're infectious. It's almost like uh, the cool. Nice. Uh, Man of War 665, Neighbor of the Beast. On second thought, VW, forget the fucking dress. See what it breeds. Oh, boy. Talking about the uh, uh, expand my horizons with a dress and I'll forget the dress. I was never putting on a dress, uh, Man of War, but I appreciate the uh, super chats. Sadly, Uh, I did. I did. Yeah. No! I have that as a drop. I have that as like a sound drop now for my awesome. channel. Yeah, awesome. it's so funny. Just his. I know you guys haven't seen it. I when the cocktail lounge one night, I showed an old commercial I did uh, where I wore a dress. I was a played a boyfriend who was experimenting with uh, dressing like a woman. I guess being pretty. Uh, and in the end, I, I there's a reveal where I'm sitting there in the bathroom wearing a dress, and. Uh, Vigilante did not know that, and he saw oh. it live on the show, and his reaction makes me laugh every time. So yeah. it's just a quick, short little video on my channel. Yeah, it's only like a minute and a half or whatever. Yeah, Man, I got to say, I, like, when I, I saw that, I thought, like, God damn. I know we keep talking like Illuminati, sometimes it's a joke, sometimes it's not. But, like, I heard that they, like, softened you up. Like, they do little things to kind of normalize it. So for that one day when you get into the office and they say, hey, you want to be in a Marvel movie, time to drop trial and grab your ankles, that you're not, you're already there because they've been tossing stuff at you. Maybe they thought you could be a star, and that's why they were tossing a little, like, hey, you know, be a table, I have no show idea. your nails. 
and you're if you so, could be a Marvel star. You're so beaten by that point. You just you you're just grateful to have a job. Yeah, honestly, it's, it's, you just you. It's so many years, months, and days, and just uh, uh, you know, working and 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 trying to balance like staying in really good shape. Uh, you know, like spending all this money on this acting career and like nothing coming in, not even be able to book like shitty student films that are you know terribly written, can't even book that. And then you, you finally get a job that pays and yeah. it's degrading and you're you're grateful. Yeah, because they've they've spiritually and mentally beaten you down. They've beaten you down. They have. Yeah, I think it's, that's part of how Hollywood gets how it is because they beat down everyone that... To, once by the time you get to the club, you're defending that club like you know what I mean because you you have to fight and grind through it. Yeah, it's Shawshank's like uh, redemption style, just to get there. Yeah, it's like uh, what's his name? Uh, it's like Reek, you know, from Game of Thrones. Like they just break mm-hmm. you down to the point where you're defending the people who made you like this. Yeah, yeah. And real quick before we do this trailer, because people are going chat or super chat crazy, which I Hell. appreciate. A vigilante Munchausen, aka Darius Munchausen, just says rock on culture crime fighters. And we Hell. shall. We Thank shall. you, brother. Thank you for your support. Yeah, appreciate it. Oops, called grooming. Yeah, they grooming. They were grooming you, Matt. Yeah, I'm an adult, but yes. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, it's like I don't think there was someone lording over my career who was making it happen. Like, it's like, you know, I'm not like a Hollywood not star. Your career, but just that that class of actor, they groom you all. So then, by the time you move up, it's like, hey, put your hand in my pocket. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's like that, man. I don't know. There's something about it, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's uh it's it wasn't fun. You know what I yeah. mean? That's like when I quit, I was like, thank God, this is way more fun. It just yeah. it's like you, you 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 desperately you know chase this dream and then like once you stop chasing it you're like oh wow like now you don't have any power over me it's like thank oh this is so much like it's like fr- it's like quitting heroin or something you know you yeah. suddenly you're a better person you're healthier smile yeah. more there you go yeah there you go let's I, speaking of smile more because it's actually starting to get a little late so I probably we probably uh it's probably one of the last things we do let's see the rocky trail after all the because like, I, I really want to see it. I don't know if I saw the recut, um, director's cut trailer. Let's see. Russia will now throw its hat into the ring. I've it's funny he's not even Russian. Fight. He's like Bravo. Danish or something. So yeah. I know I can beat him. Hey, Paolo, look, maybe the show is over. You've got nothing more to prove. He thinks he's fighting for the whole country, but his reasons are wrong. I'm asking, as a friend. Stand in my corner. Just this one last time. I did not come here to lose. Perhaps this simple defeat will be a perfect example of how path. Your society has become. Dude, I tell you what, just watching it, like I haven't seen Rocky Four since I was a kid, but like this mm-hmm. just from I'm suddenly back there mentally. Like I like all yeah. of a sudden I was transported to being like eight years old again. 
that's what I mean, man. That's, I'm feeling the same way in a good way. Like, yeah, I yeah. remember seeing this when I was younger. Yeah. And this was like, remember the Rocky movies were always on TV. Yes. I just, I feel like I, I've seen this on TBS in the 90s at some point, like millions of times. Because that's yeah, just like, what yeah. or, or whatever else uh, network uh, would have just shown a replay of Rocky. I, I I dig this. I I dig this being shown like cut as if you've never seen Rocky Four. I love. Yeah, that. it's true. I'm I'm digging it way more than I expected that I would. There you go. That patriotism flowing through yeah, your face. Yeah, that's right. And don't do this to me. Apollo is down. I cannot be defeated. Somebody get a doctor in here. Soon, Howard will know my name. Drago. Drago. He doesn't really sound Russian. I let it happen. No, he doesn't. I gotta take everything he's got. It was the 80s. We were. Ha- he was. He sounded foreign. It's all Plus we needed. Yeah, that's professional right. Fight and- Did you ever hear about the time that him and Sylvester Stallone actually sparred for real? Yeah, didn't he fuck uh, Sly up? Put him in the hospital. Okay, yeah, I think I did hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After one punch. Yeah, because he's like a real trained fighter. I can't. I think kickboxing or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And he's like really like high he says, up. Go, yeah, he goes. He's good. Go full speed. You know, like don't don't hold back. One oh, rib shot. Put him in the hospital. Jesus. That's the difference with the pros, dude. <laughs> yeah, in real life, this would this could have never happened. Drago's way too big. Yeah, exactly. He's well, like, yeah, I guess there's not really generally this kind of a height disparity. Not there's this massive. Well, there's a guy. Andy Ruiz, who's a heavyweight, he's like this yeah, fat chubby. Mexican dude yeah. who looks like a, like a dishwasher, but he's a fucking killer. Yeah, he did win the title a few years ago against a guy who was like way taller than him, Anthony Joshua. So I yeah. guess you, you, it could happen. It could yeah. Happen. I mean, he he shocked the shit out of Joshua. Yeah, he did. It was a good fight. And there's the Deontay Wilder, uh, uh, Tyson yeah, Fury fight three, I think, right? It's a tiebreaker. Well, not because it was, what was it, a draw and a loss for Deontay Wilder. So it's not no. really a tiebreaker. I think it was a win and a loss. No, he's he hasn't. I remember it because it was a draw. It should have really, that's a whole other argument. But Fury should have won both of those fights. It was the first one was a draw. Second one was a decisive loss. But the reason, I think it was like no, a he rematch. he fucking knocked draw. him out. Uh, well, no, second one was, uh, wait. No, it was no one got knocked out. He was knocked down. Fury got oh, knocked down. Oh yeah, the fight ended a split draw. Oh wow. Yeah, it was okay. a draw. He got knocked down at the end of the fight, but he got up before ten. Huh. And then the other fight, uh, Fury won. He stopped him. He didn't knock him out. It was technical knockout. I think they threw in the towel. No, but, I but think Fury beat the shit. Fury outboxed him that entire time. Yes, yes, he outboxed him. Really close. Yes. Yeah, it's true. Deontay Wilder is not a great boxer. No, he just has one punch. Yeah, he's so powerful. He's like yeah, LeBron yeah. James. He's just huge and athletic, but he's terrible. He's not a good boxer. No, he but he didn't even start boxing until I want to say he was twenty, which is way too late. Yeah, because they usually start him at like ten. At the, but there was eight, just 10. for so long there was no one else for him to box. Really, like he was just this no. giant dude. Like who could beat him? Yeah, he was just fighting. Yeah, and and part of that is just kind of boxing in in and of itself, which apparently mm-hmm. is getting more ratings. More people are watching the boxing talk. Heavyweight's fun now. You got Anthony yeah. Joshua, you got Ruiz, you got Fury, you got Wilder. It's like suddenly there's like actual people you want to see fight. There's matchups. Yeah, because for like 
20 years there weren't. There was yeah, no it was, one. I mean, Klitschko, was just, Klitschko was just dominating. You're like, all right, fighting who? Yeah, yeah, he just fight some some slob that you didn't know. Maybe he was a skill, but you didn't care. And he's technical. He's not fun to watch. He's not like one of these knockout artists. He's not Tyson or something like that, some like ferocious yeah. guy. He's just, you know, a really good technical boxer. You're like, all right, I mean, this is I cool. guess that's interesting. I don't know. This is fine. All right. Let's finish right. this. Yeah, yeah. Of speaking art. of technical boxing, Rocky. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. One man is dead. It's suicide. You can't win. <laughs> Does that remind you of the um, <laughs> big pun song? <laughs> Do you remember what? that? What? what? It's, a it's a suicide. It was like a drop. There was like a drop in one of those. Uh, you can't win. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think that was sure a big did. pun. Yeah, yeah. It's suicide. You can't win. There you go. When you're going to have to do things that other people don't think are right, but they're going to be right for you. You got to do what you got to do. Not the fight been set yet. It's in Russia. Are you Russian? He went to Russia to fight for America. Yeah. One thing, this is always tickling me. They try to show, firstly, like Rocky could just naturally train against this steroided up guy and win. No, he couldn't. Secondly, Stallone is clearly also on steroids. So this idea that like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, they he's just the all use, natural. Yeah, he's all natural. He's like training in the snow and. Like, you know, on the farm and in the barn, natty. It's like, no. One, he didn't. And two, if he if he did train naturally, he would have been murdered. By, like, Isn't somebody. there some truth in the, the Russian steroid thing, though? Like, wasn't there kind of like sort of a nationwide steroid scandal for the Olympics? Think, yeah, for the Olympics, they were doing like, they were just tossing everybody on steroids. Like, everybody. Well, yeah, the U.S. Sorry, did not give a fuck. No. They want to win. Yes, they did. And they didn't care who died to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just another minute. You've got You know what to do. Do it. He's not a machine. He's a man. Be more man than him. I must break you. Rocky is in serious trouble. Breathe. Don't be scared. <laughs> Get up, you son of a bitch. Oh, you, beat, you beat him with heart. Get up. Get up. Get up. Oh, wait. Is this the one that where they have the beach scene? No, that was the one before. That's Rocky that was three, 3 where they do that. And it just showed like a clip of it. Like he's thinking about that, that, that central beach scene. 3 is pretty bad. Oh man, you're killing me with the Rocky move. Like, no, it's too stupid. Like, he's got like this was, I guess, before people knew that wrestling was fake. Yeah, so he's fighting like Hulk Hogan. He's like, and it's like, yeah, right. Like, they're just gonna let their prize fighter, like one of the biggest boxers in the world, just gonna get thrown around the ring for promotion. Really, all the yeah. people who have like millions of dollars attached <laughs> to this guy are like, what happens if he breaks his leg? Big deal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Almost done. Okay. 
they show if he dies, he dies. Ah, uh, they did. Because that's the meme now. That was the meme then. If no, but dies, I mean, it's like dies. a legit meme. Yeah. So like I've that would have been very culturally aware if they showed that in the... Yeah, I I was waiting for it in the trailer when they would show the part with uh, um, Apollo. They are they going to do if he dies, he dies. And they didn't. If he dies, he dies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wrestling is fake. Damn it, Matt. Spoilers. I'm sorry. Spoiler sorry. alert life for the spoiler. entirety of wrestling ever. Yeah. Yeah, for the ex- for for life for existence. Yeah. Spoiler alert, life sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's all a work. Everyone's a jobber. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we are all jobbers nowadays. That's right. Unfortunately. That's but you guys right. are not jobbers. You guys are awesome. See, okay, so with the Rocky movies, I guess we'll, we'll wrap up with this yeah, topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Rocky 1 is a masterpiece. Yeah. Like, Rocky One is incredible, like, but it's more about the guy. Like, it's more about this sort of, like, knock-around guy. Like, there's a bit of a leap in logic that this dude would, like, he'd ever show up on this guy's radar. But whatever. If you can accept that little bit and he's got to fight, um, you know, what's his name? Uh, Apollo. Apollo. Even that's know. not a leap because they do take those, like, bunny fights where, like, okay, it's time to fight a bum. And no well, Apparently, one that really happened. Apparently, it's based on that guy who yeah, fought Chuck, Rock. Yeah, Chuck Webner fought um, Muhammad Ali. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, yeah. That's where, that's where Stallone got the idea from. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, so but it's such a good movie, and he's and he's like this kind of you know he's a, a tough guy, but he just sort of does stuff for the mob, but reluctantly. Yeah. Like he he doesn't like doing it, and he's like you know just kind of like this sensitive dude who's like in love with this weird girl, works at a pet shop. You know what I mean? Like it's very it's very like organic and sweet and the, the boxing is part of it but it's just kind of more like the vehicle how this character needs to evolve two is just the same movie it's just yeah. literally just rocky one done again then three they're trying to up it make it more relevant throw the kids in there and it's like all oh, right this is ridiculous i mean you know you have mr t but it's a little it's a little over the top now i i don't like i just think back on four like i liked it when i was a kid but I liked a lot of things when I was a kid that I don't like now. Oh, so man. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Like, that got me excited. Like, I do want to watch there it. There we go. There we go. Like, I want to watch it, too. And I actually probably will go to theaters to see it. My thing in it's defense be in of theaters. The, yeah, I think it's in theaters. I think it's oh, theater. That's release. cool. I, um, I, I'm not. I'm sure it'll probably release physical copies or, you know, digital, you know, everywhere else as well. Um. But like, okay, I agree with you because Rocky, the first Rocky, is a really good movie. If there were no other Rocky films, it would still exist as this really good film. Um, and I, I like the second one, like you said, the second one's kind of just re- repeating the first, mm-hmm. and then the third and the fourth are the over the top, more like I don't. They're almost action movies. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Even though they're not. Technically, they're they're technically about boxing and, and these characters. Everything is is through the the action eighties lens. You know yes. what I mean? Yes, yes. And in, in some ways, the establishment and the fortifying of that lens. So I get where it's like it's a different. It almost switched genres. You know what I mean? Where? Yeah, it got more elevated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's I just was reading that. It's coming. It will be in theaters uh, on November 11th for a limited time. Yeah, yeah, and tr- that's kind of cool. This is this is my thing. They're popcorn movies. 
you always felt good after the credits. That's kind of what I thought. Like, you know, when you when you in when you go through Rocky three and Rocky four, you have fun. I'm not looking for I, I guess because Ro the first Rocky is so like at times like very like sensitive and acting based and character based mm -hmm. to see just like, you know, like you said, he's getting thrown around by Hulk Hogan and then he's fighting Mr. T who's over the top and everything is over the top and there's montages and it's just like, but it's like, it, it's a, it's a different, like it's, it's almost a different genre. It's a different, it's a trying to achieve different goals in the first two films. Which is okay. I think that's fine. Like when you go from movie to movie, if you want to try different things, I think that's okay. I think that's kind of bold. I mean, even Rocky five, they tried the street fight. Yeah. And as I, as I recall to very, you know, it was bad. Yeah. I was Rocky, really bad. Yeah. Rocky people hate Rocky five. As well, they should. As well, they yeah. Should. It was it? It was really that bad. I, I don't. I only saw it one time on cable I, when I was a kid. Yeah, me too. But I just remember it being stupid. I remember just something with the like, they were fighting. It, it was just dumb. Angel. I remember the angel on my shoulder line. It was. It was. It was dumb. It yeah. was dumb because you know why I was dumb. They had already had this over the top view, and then they were trying to reground it, but it still had some of the over the top wackiness. Yeah, it just it was tonally weird. They had the fake Don King guy. It was just a tone, a weird tone altogether. An absolutely weird tone. Oh, yeah. It says like Balboa discovers that the fortune he had acquired as a heavyweight champ has been yeah. stolen and lost in the stock market by his accountant. His boxing days over. Rocky begins to coach an up and coming fighter named Tommy Gunn. Rocky cannot compete, however, with the high salaries and glittering prizes being offered a gun by other managers in town. Yeah, so it's like Rocky's not even fighting. Yeah, I mean, he does fight at the end. Yeah, it's just kind of does he fight this young fighter or whatever? Is that what it? Yeah, he does. I think, yeah, I think he fights, but it's in the street. For the streets. <sighs> Isn't that guy a real fighter, though? Wasn't yeah, Tommy... Tommy Morrison, he was a real fighter. Yeah. Um, Didn't something happen to him? I'm not sure if he's around. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Tommy Morrison as Tommy. Uh, yeah, he died uh, in 2013 in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, I thought he passed. I can't remember why. I want to say something. Oh, he had HIV. Was it that? Yeah, yeah, it sounds right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep, no Jack Nerdy, he, he got AIDS. Now, was he a uh, homosexual? Or was he? Is probably... Just judging by his muscles in the uh, in the like the like the images I just saw is probably interviewing his drugs. It's probably steroids. Could have been. I didn't think about that. He's. I mean, he's fucking big in Rocky. I'm like looking at those pictures. I'm like, he doesn't look like a boxer. But he looks he, massive. He was yeah. very huge. Looks swollen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting. Well, would you like to wrap it up, my good man? Yeah, yeah, I do got to wrap it up, unfortunately. Um, got to get to work. Uh, but I appreciate uh, everyone. A lot of you guys made the jump to with us. So thank you all for, for here because we started off a little uh, meager, but a lot of super chats, uh, a lot of a lot of people in the chat. Um, so thank you, Jock Nerdy, Snorter Poopis, Man of War, Pat S. The art right. I haven't seen you. Thank you. I'd rather see uh, this or classic movies. Any theater, any new Marvel tribe? Yeah, that's another thing. I, I think more movies might follow uh, this lead and, and try to do a re-release. Of, I mean, they did it back in the '90s with the Star Wars movie, so it's not completely uh, unheard of. Yeah, I mean, um, it's it's a good point. It's kind of fun, nostalgic. 
Well, yeah. they did that during Koof, didn't they? They released like Star yeah. Wars and stuff like that. And, like for a while, they were the top grossing movies in the country. <laughs> yeah, they're all these older movies, but like this, they're trying. They're putting a, a whole marketing thing into and forty extra minutes. I mean, we might see director's cuts of a lot of movies. That's long. That, like, God, that's that is long. long. I can't imagine all forty of those minutes are, are quality. Yeah, and I don't know if I want to sit in a theater for that long. The last movie I sat there that was that long, I think, was the Blade Runner movie. Yeah, yeah. That was a long time to be sitting watching one movie, man. Yeah. Without, you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right, guys. I appreciate everybody being here. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you like the video, please like the video. If you're so obliged, share, subscribe. Uh, please do so. Please sub to my man Fireball Productions if you want to see this uh, show next week because it will be on his channel. Hell, um, yeah. And, and if you guys are, if you like the show, you know what I mean. Just t- tell a friend. You know, even yeah. if it's in our little fellowship, just you know, in a message board or whatever. You know, because it's uh, it's tough for shows like this for our, our channels to grow, uh, especially via a live stream. So it's like a, yeah. relying on word of mouth is really important uh, at this stage. Uh, and you know, me and Vigilante are both working on kind of like gaming the algorithm and getting our subscriber base up. But there's only so much we can do. So if you guys can, you know, just mention it to a friend you think someone might like it. If you like this, if you found the show entertaining, would really be helpful and uh you can always catch us outside of youtube on spotify or itunes or uh, google Podcasts. anywhere you find podcasts we uh, put the culture crime fighters up usually the next morning so if you miss any of this you want to just listen on your way to work on audio or whatever it's a way you can do it all right yeah yeah yeah. tell a friend tell a friend tell a friend tell a friend still trying to grow and hopefully there'll be clips of this podcast uh yeah that that helps right on all right All right, guys, uh, we will see you all later. Uh, Peace. Peace.